0: News Talk, 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN. You can also listen to us, by the way, online, live online, streaming. If you find yourself leaving the uh, the uh, listening area and you want to continue listening to the show, why would you not? Go to rightsideradio.org and check it out, rightsideradio.org, and you can click the Listen Live button and keep going. Hey, i got to tell you, too, if you've ever decided or thought about advertising on Right Side Radio, and we got an email the other day from a guy that says, how do I get to advertise on your show? Well, we can square that away way uh, just go to the website like i just said rightsideradio.org check it out go to the about or the contact and you'll find the contact information from my my, my good buddy bobby who will square you away all right uh, bobby will meet with you personally uh lay it out how we can get you on the team and we would love to have you we got some of the best sponsors uh anywhere around and uh, and i love the fact that i know so many of them personally uh, but all said and done, that, that website's got a lot on it. You can check out our, our uh, recommended reading list. You can check out segments from previous shows, which are getting huge amounts of downloads right now in a podcast form, just segments at a time. And then you can also uh, just find out more about, you know, the photo gallery and, and the bios for Copper and for me. Um, it's a full-service website. Go check it out, rightsideradio.org. Hey, um, listen, so that conversation we just had – I want to reboot or just just, uh, refresh a little bit on what we just talked about. So tomorrow, here's the deal. Tomorrow, the Alabama State School Board, on its agenda, has labeled that it will consider a resolution that deals with critical race theory principles. Now, the resolution, as Margaret Clark, our guest in the last half hour, said, was not designed to say critical race theory, because critical race theory often has a lot of different components to it. Some folks want to say, well, if I teach spirit murder, that's not critical race theory. Well, yes, it is. But all said and done, critical race theory winds up being an umbrella title many times. So what we did was, in this, in this resolution, it was drafted so that it contains the principles, and I believe Margaret labeled that there are 11 of them in this resolution, the principles of things that often fall under the critical race theory banner that we don't believe should ever be introduced in a K-12 school, ever. Why would you? Why would you have anything in K-12 that put kids on the spot to believe that because they're born a certain way that they don't have value or they have more value than somebody else? That's racism in itself. All right? Why would you have anything in a K-12 school that, that, that literally lends to the idea that um, we are there to indoctrinate students in social or political ideologies? Why would you have anything in a K-12 school that says that literally we want federal grants and we'll take them, even if they encourage the teachings or concepts or implementation of the practices that are contrary to the beliefs we're talking about? Why would you have anything in a K-12 school that does anything other than promoting honesty and healthy research, debate, and dialogue? All right? So what I'm saying here is this resolution is pretty solid. Now, Margaret did point out. The original resolution that Alabama Policy Institute and Eagle Forum uh, uh, jointly proposed to the uh, state school board and to Governor Ivey, it was modified. It was modified. It was made a little less clear. Uh, and I say less clear. I, what they did was they took out some of the more direct language that says "don't do it," and they made it a little softer, like "we believe it should not happen." Uh, we, you know, things like "we intend," as opposed to "we shall." There's a big difference in the law, speaking to you as Lawyer Williams right now, there's a big difference in the law when you have something that says may versus shall, all right? A may versus a shall means it could happen versus it should not happen or should happen. So, so direct language, it, it let your less be yes and your no's be no is what I'm saying. And my sincere hope, and I was just texting with a member of our state school board literally during the break, what my sincere hope is that what we're going to see tomorrow is that the proposed edits that Eagle Forum is going to bring to them, um, and is already proposed, will be considered, and those amendments will bring it back into a more direct language, all right? Now, there's also the fact, though, that this resolution, just so you know, they're going to vote on it tomorrow. I mean, pay attention. This is your state school board. These are your schools where your kids and grandkids go, all right? Or for that matter, maybe you don't have any kids, but you just care about what your culture, your, your social uh, bubble is like, all right? Maybe you care about your community. You don't have to have kids in school to care about what happens in schools. Please understand that. But this resolution is going to be considered, and the resolution does call for the State Board of Education to also adopt rules and regulations that amend the Alabama Administrative Code is called uh, with, that codify the tenets of this resolution. I will say that in first glance, the uh, proposed draft of the administrative code comes out a little more direct. It comes out a little more solid. But as Margaret did point out, and she's a sharp lawyer, it's a bit circular. It it, it turns into that whole self-licking ice cream cone that I like to say sometimes that government likes to do, where it basically says, we intend on the resolution we direct in the administrative code, but we direct you towards those things we said in the resolution, which was a we intend. So what you gotta do is you gotta watch out for this. Don't let the language be circular to the extent that it, 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 it denigrates or mitigates the effectiveness of this. Here's a bottom line. I just sent this to the state school board member that I was texting with. I said, in the end, what I hope will happen is that you will literally, you will literally make it very clear that critical race theory principles are not to be a part of Alabama K-12 schools. That's what we care about. That's what we care about. That's what right-side ruffians all over the state of Alabama care about. All the legal mumbo-jumbo aside, all of the may versus shall, all of the, well, we don't want to polarize our students. Well, all of the, oh, well, you know, it's really not that harmful. Stop it. In the end, what the people of this state have been very clear about is that what we hope is going to wind up happening is our state school board will lead by example tomorrow. Be the role models that I talked about in the beginning of the show today. Be the folks who will say, literally, I was elected to the state school board and I will not let this happen on my watch. It, 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 it's going to be very specific here. All right, Charlene is texting me. Thank you, my love. My, my lovely wife is Charlene pointing out, saying that uh, it'd be helpful if I tell people what they should say when they contact their school board. Great point, honey. So so here's the bottom line. This is a package deal, by the way. When you get me, you get Charlene. Uh, and she is uh, just as much, if not more, conservative than I am. But so to her point, Charlene's point, listen, call your state school board. Go to the, go to the website. They've got the contact information for how you can reach them. I know for a fact that Dr. Wayne Reynolds uh, in the Northern District here, in the Huntsville area, in this listening area, he responds to phone calls. What I'm saying is, uh, to Charlene's point, tell them what you want. And what you want is, please pass, here's what you want to say, please pass a resolution that affirmatively states that the principles of critical race theory will not be implemented in Alabama's K-12 schools. That's what you want to say. Please pass something that says affirmatively that the principles of critical race theory will not be a part of Alabama's K-12 education. That's what you want to say. And I'm encouraging you right now, contact them. Contact them all the way through the meeting tomorrow. Let it be known how you feel. This is a big, hairy deal, y'all. Big, hairy deal. This is a great chance for people to say, hey, I heard it on Right Side Radio. Y'all are considering this, and I want to say, I definitely want you to affirmatively say the principles of critical race theory will not be taught in Alabama's K-12 schools. Tell them you heard it on Right Side Radio. Wonderful. I would love that, too. But the reality is what you really want to tell them is you don't want it. You don't want this in your schools. You don't want it for your grandkids, for your kids, for just your community in general. Now, listen, you got a problem here in North Alabama. I did have... uh, Carlos Matthews on yesterday. Uh, Carlos Matthews is a stand-up guy, I will say that. We, we don't agree on some things, but he is the District 5 uh, representative to the Huntsville City School Board. All right, the Huntsville City School Board is literally, as far as I know, the only school board in the state of Alabama that continues to use a critical race theory-based curriculum called No Place for Hate that is put together and, and, and published by the uh, Anti-Defamation League, a liberal organization that among other things this liberal organization teaches is things like gender is fluid and that racism is based upon white privilege. All right, so those are the things that Anti-Defamation League says on their own website and in their curriculums. I read some of it the other day, It just turned my stomach. Uh, it's one of those things where you read it and you almost feel like you need to go wash your brain. But, but Anti-Defamation League put together this information, uh, this curriculum called No Place for Hate, and the Huntsville City Schools is proud on their own website to have um, fully implemented this in all city schools in Huntsville. Now, i got to go back and look at it. I don't, I don't have the specifics, but I, my recollection was... Anti Defamation League, and I tell you what, in the next break, I'm going to find it. Anti Defamation League has also had some pretty disturbing things to say about the military community. Um, so I'm going to find that during the break. We're headed into a short break. As a matter of fact, good timing. I'll try and find that during the break. Uh, but, but folks, this is the kind of stuff that they're trying to do. They're trying to get to our kids. And I'm not being an alarmist when I say it. That's one of the tenets of socialism get to the kids indoctrinate the kids because eventually they'll grow up to be adults and they'll be the ones who enact policies right now what we want is our kids to come out of 50th place in the nation how about put them back in the place where they learn to read and write and do arithmetic and move on to advanced studies with full capabilities to compete on the world stage and we're not number fifty let's don't put in this junk that distracts from getting us out of 50th place All right, folks, News Talk, 770 AM, 92.5 FM. Headed to a short break. Coming back for the last segment where I'll wrap up the day. We'll be right back. 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN. Phil Williams here hosting Right Side Radio, where we like to say we are solid, conservative, and just plain right. Hey, listen, it's an honor to have this show. It's an honor to have this platform, the opportunity to speak to you on the issues. And uh, right before the last break, I was talking about the um, uh, Anti-Defamation League. What a great name, the Anti-Defamation League. They can defame people, though, on their own. They certainly do on a regular basis, apparently, because I'm now looking at what I said I knew I'd seen somewhere. Uh, I'm looking at the actual ADL website, by the way. Anti-Defamation League uh, is ADL.org. And and I I typed in, here's here's what I did. I went to the Oracle of Google, and I just typed in Anti-Defamation League military. And the first thing that came up, was a guy named Mark Pitcavage, who's a senior research fellow for ADL's Center on Extremism, testifying before a House subcommittee on military personnel and regarding specifically claims that white supremacy is running rampant in the ranks of the U.S. military. What a load of crap! I'll just tell you right now, as 30 years of military service myself, as the son of a uh, career army, as the grandson of a career army individual, I'm just telling you right now, that's crap. Now... In society are there white supremacists? Of course there are. There are there are racists on in, in every category of society. I don't care if you're black, white, brown, whatever. Th- that racism exists. So I'm not I'm not trying to say it doesn't. But what I'm saying is we are not systemically racist. And I'm sitting here looking at this guy's uh, the transcript of his testimony from just last year. Just last year, where he is talking about the fact that Here's a quote. The issue of extremism in the military is one of ADL's Center on Extremism has been tracking for years. And, and it goes on to say, let's see, talk to uh, Robert Gates, former Secretary of Defense, uh, yada, yada. Oh, problems related to white supremacy in the military can be traced back for a century. Our active and reserve components are large enough to numbering over 2 million men and women to reflect that broader American society in key ways. And then he talks about surges in extremism and how it always winds up reflecting a surge within the military. Okay, sure. Um, Where is the quote? Oh, he also goes on, he lists one example, and it was a Coast Guard lieutenant. Uh, uh, Newsflash, the Coast Guard is not actually a part of the Department of Defense. The Coast Guard is actually uh, under the Department of Homeland Security. So but, you know, that's okay. Don't let the facts get in your way. There was a Coast Guard lieutenant who was convicted of something that was considered extremism, and that means that we're systemically racist uh, in the, uh, and that white supremacy is a big deal in the U.S. military. I've been in, I was in for 30 years, folks. When you combine my family's service and the fact that even as a kid I was living on military bases, Redstone Arsenal being one, I don't remember seeing extremism. I don't remember seeing or hearing racism. In fact, I remember my dad teaching me as a kid that the US Army was the first true melting pot in our American society, and I agree with that. It was the first true integration in in our society. Started off slow, I will admit. I mean, the Tuskegee Airmen, they went against every uh, social stigma in the world to prove their worth, but they did it. And, and, And these many years later, The Secretary of Defense for the United States right now, Lloyd Austin, is a a, a man of color. But I'm looking at this guy right now, and he says, here's his quote from the Anti-Defamation League. The presence of extremists in the armed services has and will continue to be dangerous to service members, their families, and others, and harmful to the good order, discipline, morale, and effectiveness of our troops. It is a problem the military cannot afford to ignore. So this is a part of the wokeness. This is a part of the wokeness that is happening right now in our U.S. military is they try to root people out uh, and claim that, systemically speaking, we are a racist society and, oh, yeah, by the way, our military is just filled up with white supremacy. Filled up. They're everywhere. Can't get a thing done because white supremacy is the, uh, is the issue of a lifetime. Uh, that's crap. All right. Well, listen, folks, they can say it all they want to. I want to thank the members of our U.S. military for what they do. And, 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 I, and I mean, I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not pointing out any, by the way, I'm not pointing out any uh, ethnic category. I'm not pointing out men or women. I'm not pointing out a certain branch. What I'm saying is, hey, all of you in the U.S. military, thank you for what you do. Thank you for what you do. You are not an organization replete with issues. You are not an organization that suppresses people based upon uh, their skin color or their uh, ethnicity or their, um, their gender. You are not an organization that uh, is anything less than the true melting pot of our society that brings together uh, so much and does so much in so many places to get the job done on behalf of the freedoms of this nation Um, not only espouses and stands for, but needs. And uh, so the idea of the Anti-Defamation League is going to be the organization that has, and by the way, if you're listening to this and you moved here because you're stationed at Redstone Arsenal, I need you to understand that if you've got kids in the Huntsville City school systems, that an organization that said that you are part of um, a white supremacist-ridden military has a curriculum in your school right now. And that same organization says that gender is fluid. And that same organization says that um, issues related to white supremacy are not only in effect here, but that we are systemically racist as a nation. And that same organization goes on to have this program that is incorporated in every school in the Huntsville City School System. That same organization was run out of Mountain Brook right down the road, just about two months ago. Folks, pay attention. It's in your backyard. And that is not who we are. It's going to take some right-side ruffians to go and get a copy of this. And I tell you what, I'm going to be reaching out for it. And I've got some other information on this No Place for Hate curriculum that Anti-Defamation League put together. I'm going to find a way to get it posted on the Right Side website, give you all a chance to take a look at it because it's eye-opening and it's disheartening to think that it's in our Huntsville City School System. All right, you guys, that's another round. Right Side Radio here on News Talk, 770 AM, 92.5 FM. You can also stream us online by going to rightsideradio.org. You can also go there and find clips of this show if you want to replay something from a day before. We will see you tomorrow with lots of good stuff. Have a great day.